Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. All right, Susie, KT, are you ready for today's podcast? Yeah, Robert, of course we're ready. Because we are unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I put my armor on, show you how strong I am. I put my armor on, I'll show you that I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm unstoppable. I'm a version with no breaks. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. I'm so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. January 11, 2024. Take it, KT. Welcome to the Women and Money podcast, where you wait, can... Wait, wait, wait. You got to do it right, KT, if you're going to do it. And everybody's smart enough to listen. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You cannot well, forget forgot you're about smart the enough. everybody's. I forgot the everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what is today? January 11th. No, it's Ask What? <laughs> All right. This is, we're off to a good start, everybody. January 11th, 2024. It's the Ask KT and Susie Anything podcast. <laughs> and everyone's smart enough to listen. Whatever it is, welcome, everybody. So if you have a question, you write into Ask Susie, S U Z E podcast at gmail.com. And if KT chooses it, or if I go through them, and I happen to see one that I like, I ask KT to choose it, and then we'll answer it here on the podcast. All right, girlfriend. I have a selection of fabulous questions, but I'm going to start with something that isn't a question. This, everyone, is an example of what an unstoppable woman is all about. This is from Sarah. Hi, Susie and KT. Hope this email finds you well. I've been listening to your podcast for three years now and have been empowered to make some great strides. You ready, everyone? Sarah left an unhealthy and financially abusive marriage. She opened a Roth IRA, saved six months plus for an emergency fund, opened an Alliant Ultimate Opportunity Savings Account, started investing in index funds and CDs, and currently she's employed in an institution that's helping her pay for grad school. Ready for the, the best of all, Susie? Sarah says, and I'm about to graduate as a family nurse practitioner this May. Bravo, Sarah. So you just you are to... an unstoppable woman. She said she's grateful and happy for all of your robust lessons, Susie, on finances. And she has so much more to learn and apply. But we're proud of you. And I love that you sent this. Love, love, love it. You know, I just have to say something, which is 
a lot of times people write in and they have questions, some about their problems, some about not knowing what to do with money. But for those of you who are listening, you need to hear sometimes things like KT just read to know that there is hope, that there is a way if you keep doing what we're telling you to do over and over again and you finally get it, you too can be a Sarah. So proud of you. All right, KT. Okay. Now, here's another one that is just, in, in my opinion, I selected this because of the headline. It says, poof. Just like that, I am no longer financially secure. And this refers to Susie's what ifs of life. This is from Tina. And it said, dear Susie, five months ago, I lost sight of those first three qualities of a wealthy woman, courage, harmony, and balance. With the shocking news of my husband's kidney cancer diagnosis, Doctors gave us the worst case scenario. I panicked and reached out to you regarding our finances. You listened, you asked questions, and put me at ease. I put on my positive pants and tackled the crisis head on. We applied for and received temporary disability income since he could not work. His health insurance proved to be very good with manageable co-pays. We thankfully had and have plenty of money in our emergency savings account and are medically debt-free, the best possible outcome financially. Health-wise, I am pleased to announce my husband is now cancer-free. Susie, ring the bell. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. ding his ding. right kidney was removed completely. They were mm. able to save 87% of his left. He does not need dialysis. He's been cleared will return to work full-time with no restrictions. Best possible outcome. And again, I want to express my gratitude to you, Susie, for not only your financial wisdom, but your calm, your concern, your encouragement. When you say people first, you mean it. Also, I must thank you, KT, (laughs) for your sincere empathy and well wishes when you read my email on the podcast. You both created for me a more peaceful, joyful, and loving world. Isn't that great? I love that. I I have goosebumps when I read this. Yeah. So, Tina, thank you so much from Susie and me. We just feel so happy to hear this news and to just feel that everything's going well for you. And I'm really happy that you understand our people first and what that means. Yeah. All right. Now let's get on with some questions. I have a thought right here, right now, which is it was people first. Yeah. And remember for years on the Susie Orman show, we ended it with there's only one thing that we want you to remember when it comes to money and that's people first then money then things and then all last year it was about a more peaceful loving and joyful world mm-hmm. and it's kind of all goes together so kt what do you think of this year on the women in money podcast we do start ending it with people first than money, than things. What do you think? And you stay safe and you will be what? Unstoppable. Should we do Let's that? do it. We'll do it today, everyone. You tell us how we did. All right. All right there let's we go. do it for this podcast. All right. All right. We have a, we have a new 
We have a new mantra for 2024. Not a new one. We have the best mantra but for I think 2024. Maybe it's the very, very best one. And I just have to say one other thing about it. When I say people first, then money, then things, I mean you. I don't mean about you being generous and taking care of everybody and giving all your money away and buying gifts. I mean taking care of yourself. People first means you. All right, KT. All right. Now I'm going to start with some just diehard questions. Ready, everyone? Happy New Year. We're already 30 minutes into it. It's over. No, we are. I'm joking. You. Oh, my God. I have so many great questions. I said go on. Okay. <laughs> happy. It's not April Fool's Day. It's Happy New Year. I recently came across a podcast suggesting using the funds in an HSA as an additional retirement fund and not using those dollars to pay for qualifying medical expenses. Mm -hmm. Is there a benefit paying with after-tax dollars versus those inside of the HSA? I never heard of this, Susan. Listen, HSA is a health savings account. Yeah. And when you have a health savings account, it goes along with a very high deductible health insurance policy. Just know that. You can use it for a retirement account if you want, but the best thing you can do is because as you get older, the majority of your expenses are going to be medical expenses. That's for sure. And if sure. you use it for qualified medical expenses, can even be for long-term care or long-term care insurance, it's tax-free. So don't go getting fancy-schmancy on it. It's not worth it. Trust me. Go on. Okay. Next question from Sam. Hi, Susie and Katie. <laughs> you wrote Katie. And sometimes they call me Katie instead of KT, but I like both. We established 529 plans for all three of our children. We have two already finished with college. We now realize that we may be left with rather large sums of money, about 75000 in them after all three finish college. My spouse and I are comfortable and do not need the funds. What would you recommend we do with that amount? Leave it for future potential grandkids? Other uh, other ideas? There are, you can know, you use it? Can you keep rolling yeah, you it can for grandkids? Any, you can your grandkids, other things like that. So $75,000, fabulous. If you don't need the money, leave it in there for potential grandchildren. Because now you've got an incredible jump on that money increasing and increasing and increasing. And it may be that no money has to be added to that at all to fund their college educations. How fabulous is that? Of course, if you want to just withdraw it, you will pay taxes on any amount above what you originally put in plus a 10% penalty. And I know a lot of people are going to say to you, oh, why don't you just put it into a Roth IRA? You can do so. First of all, the maximum that you can do in a Roth IRA is only $35,000 in total. That's less than half of what you already have left over at $75,000. It's so complicated. It's not even worth it. So either take it out, pay the penalties and taxes, or leave it in for the grandkids. I'd go with the grandkids, Papa. Why not? Obviously, they don't need the money. No. So why not? What a yeah, jump to, Oh, fabulous oh, jump Grandkids yeah. will love that. All right. This next one's from David. And David, you were so clever. I picked this right away. It said 401k, but he wrote 
catastrophe. <laughs> Is that why you picked it? Yeah, 401 catastrophe. I loved it. Hello, Katie and Susie. Happy New Year. I love seeing the pictures of you posted on the Women and Money app. David, I'm afraid to ask you what she posted there. Do you love that she doesn't look? <laughs> I don't look, and I'm always afraid, like, what is she putting up yeah. there of us? And by the way, for those of you who don't use the Women in Money app, and you can download it in Google Play or Apple Apps, you can download it for free, I do give advice on there. I will tell you sometimes what I think about things financially, and sometimes it's entertaining by I post pictures that I really don't post anywhere else. All right. Okay. So David said, Susie, for 14 years, I've been consistently putting money into my employer's 401k, evenly distributing it across four different funds with each paycheck. I've wondered if this is a wise approach. Am I genuinely diversified? Is four funds too few or too many? So David's asking, similar to individual stocks, where it's advised not to let one stock surpass 4% of your portfolio, how does this guideline apply to funds in a 401k? So truthfully, David, it doesn't apply to funds in a 401k at all. Because in a 401k, you have mutual funds. And you usually have index funds that can have 500 stocks in it, 3,000 stocks in it, and you're already diversified. The reason that you don't want more than 4% of your money in one individual stock, which means if you had money to invest, you would need 25 stocks with 4% in each one to be truly diversified. A lot of people think you even need more than that. You should have 50 stocks to be truly diversified. So it doesn't apply to mutual funds. In terms of your 401k and the four different funds, it would depend which funds you have chosen. But you could do the total U.S. stock market index fund and be totally diversified. That way, you could do a mid-cap fund. You could do a small-cap fund. You could do things like that. And if you happen to work for a good company and they are offering you their stock, you absolutely could take advantage of that as well. All right. Hello, Susie and KT. I absolutely love your podcast. I am 50 and going through a divorce, but I have a question about some life insurance I carry besides the life insurance I have at my job. I have a term policy. Good. 300,000 on myself, 50 on the soon to be ex-husband. And this policy has 10,000 on each of our grandchildren. And I don't need insurance on the grandkids, but they said it was free with our policy. I have had this policy for three years now, paying $154 a month. Should I keep this or drop it? I'm so confused and would appreciate your advice. Thank you so much. So it's a term policy. So Rebecca, here's the first thing you have to ask yourself. If something were to happen to you, all of a sudden, you aren't here anymore. Is there anybody who is financially dependent upon you that will suffer a financial loss? If the answer to that question is no, you do not need any term life, whole life, any type of insurance whatsoever, period. So 
That's the answer to your question. All right. Next one is from Mark. Hi, Susie and KT. I just printed my Susie checklist to make sure that 2024 is in focus. Vintage Susie advice was that if I did not invest the contributions, a Roth could do a double duty as an emergency fund. Correct. With interest rates temporarily inflated, I was wondering if I could put my contributions safely into a money market fund within my Roth. What are your thoughts? Do it. Next, right. KT. <laughs> that hasn't changed, everybody. Remember, in a Roth IRA, you can take out your original contributions, the money that you put in at any time, regardless of your age or how long it's been there without penalty or taxes. I love this, Mark. And I didn't tell Susie this extra bit that you wrote. His mom and dad were both our, our, our age, you and me, actually born the same year as you, Susie. And they passed when Mark was very young. Mm. And his mom was a Citibank executive. And he said, if she were here, I imagine that your advice would be similar to what his, his mom would say. Oh, see, now she's crying. Yeah. Mark, I hope on some level I can always serve to be your financial mama. All right. That's sweet. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Susie and Katie. 40-year-old mom here who loves you both. Thank you for your amazing podcast. Is it possible and advisable to dollar cost average into a backdoor Roth? For background, we already contribute the match in my husband's 403B and max out my TSP 50% Roth, 50% traditional. Thank you so much. Oh, wait, I forgot the rest of the sentence. It said, is it possible and advisable to dollar cost average into the backdoor Roth IRA? Or should we just wait until we save the combined 14000 over the course of the year and do the backdoor conversions in a lump sum transaction? That's from Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea, here's the first thing I would say to you. Why do a backdoor Roth? And for those of you who don't know, there are income limitations for a Roth IRA. And once you exceed those income limitations, you no longer qualify for a Roth IRA. But there is a legal way to go through the backdoor and get money into a Roth. And that is what Chelsea is asking. However, Chelsea, you just said in here that your husband contributes 50% to his Roth TSP and 50% to a traditional TSP. Why in the world would you not contribute 100% to your Roth TSP? Why would you not take advantage of that? So there are things that are easier to do than a backdoor Roth. However, Remember, the way that you create a backdoor Roth is you deposit money into a traditional IRA that you say is non-deductible, so you do not get a tax write-off for it. You could dollar-cost average and put money into that every single month, and then at the end of the year, do a backdoor Roth with the entire amount at once. There you go. Okay, so this is my last question, and I think it's important, Susie, because sometimes I'm concerned that our listeners give each other advice, and it may not be the right advice, yeah. and here's an example that 
you might agree with me. I gave a beloved family member some advice that I am now worrying will cost her a penalty. She's 72 years old, a widow for almost 20 years. She owns her home, is receiving a pension as a surviving spouse, and is working off the books and not declaring that income on her taxes. This job should only last about another year. She lives on her savings, IRA, and surviving spouse pension. It'll be tight but doable. I encouraged her, here's the advice, to open a Roth IRA, and last year we funded it with the maximum contribution. Is her pension recognized as earned income for the purpose of a Roth IRA? Will she be subject to a penalty because of my mistake? Well, so, it's funny she... you pick that because everybody, as you know, I do read these and go through them. I don't know which one KT will pick. Sometimes I read one and I say to her, can we just do this one? It's important. I happened to write this person directly oh, good. and answered her. But did she make a mistake? Yes, she made a she mistake. Did. A pension is not considered earned income. Earned income is when you work, you pay taxes on it, and you've earned that money. And you claim it. And you claim <laughs> you it. To, right. Just start by claiming it. How do you right? fix this? So your beloved family member has until April 15th of this year to file income taxes. If she wanted to, she could claim this year the money that she made last year that was off the books and pay taxes on it. And it's not going to be that much because it's obvious that she doesn't make that much money. But then she can qualify for a Roth as long as she's made at least $7,000 in taxable income or whatever amount of income she did make is the amount that she can put in legally up to $7,000. However, she doesn't want to do that have her withdraw all the money, do it sooner than later, and just pay taxes on any interest or money that it made. Just mm -hmm. that simple. And call it a day. Call it a day. All right. Do you right. have a quizzy for me? I do have a quizzy for you, and it's interesting. Okay. <laughs> Let me have it. It's a different one, so I'm not even going to talk about what quizzies are. Okay. So are you ready? Yeah. Dear Susie and KT, doesn't the song lyric she is talking about, Unstoppable mm -hmm. by Sia. Sia, doesn't the song lyric strike you as defensive <laughs> and arrogant? <laughs> Just wondering. Are you kidding? Wait, wait. Oh, yes, I do goodness. believe in strength, but truly strong women can be vulnerable too. Oh, my goodness. So is the quizzy to ask KT, what do I think of that comment? Yes. All right, here's my answer. It's Sia. Are we crazy? <laughs> That's an amazing song. It's an unstoppable, uplifting, huge song that is being used everywhere in the world. Susie has Sia's blessing to have this as our theme song on but, the podcast. All right. So this isn't a ding, ding, ding or incorrect. But no. here's just what I want to say to you about this comment. There's nothing about the song or what the song says that encompasses all of life. Of course, strong women are vulnerable. You hear KT 
cry. You hear me cry. A lot of times, both of us get afraid. However, when we can feel vulnerable, when we feel like we don't really know what to do or whatever, it's really important to have something that lifts you up and ties you to your strength within, that allows you to show the world who you are, that allows you to be as strong as you are meant to be. Because more than women being vulnerable and whatever, they're also not as powerful in many cases as they were born to be. So nope, it's not arrogant. It is a necessity that women and men and anybody smart enough to listen, take that stance. So to end this podcast in our new way for the year, there's really only one thing that we want you to remember when it comes to your money. And what is that, KT? People first, then money, then things. And if you can just get the correct order of money, I promise you, you will be unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. See, I win every single game. Mine's so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. Unstoppable today. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.